Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Two Brothers channel. I'm one brother. Hello, everybody. And I'm the second brother. Uh, welcome to the Two Brothers channel. Uh, you're invited. You're invited. You're welcome. You're welcome. This is going to be another exciting episode of the Two Brothers channel. I hope you got your pen and paper ready. If you haven't, run and get it quick. Back to you, Mr. Phil. Thank you, Mr. Claire. Look, ladies and gentlemen, we started this channel to empower people. And we had, we said we're going to make 100 videos minimum for Africa. And I believe this is going to be episode 80. Now, episode 80 is going to be a scorcher, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be one of those episodes that we're just going to drop this there because this one is going to be a scorcher, meaning it's going to be a hot one. However, we're just going to drop it here and move on to 81, 82, 83, 84, while Mr. Claire sorts himself out. <laughs> you know, we're going to episode, and basically we're going to do 100 videos for Africa, and then the next 100 videos will be for those in the diaspora. Okay. And, um, basically you got so much to look forward to we're going to be covering stories about how people when they move there what they experienced when they got here etc 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 you know anyway um so like i said it's gonna be scotcher you know and um importantly we're gonna i'm gonna be um taking this time to acknowledge our brothers and sisters in Tanzania. Wow. <laughs> Tanzania. Tanzania, we see you. We see you in the comment sections. You know, we see you subscribing, you know. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We're one family, you know. Um, it's one of those things that we're going to even talk about today. You know, um, yes, we're one family. And as it applies to Nigeria, so does it apply to um, Tanzania? So does it apply to all the African states? Is it Kenya? Is it Botswana? Is it Gambia? It's everything that is happening in Nigeria is happening where you are. We know. We know in different um, levels. But you know, the Nigerian level is always... <laughs> Look, ladies and gentlemen, whenever you can fix anything in Nigeria, you can fix it anywhere else in the world. Trust me. Okay. Whatever problems you see in Nigeria, you can fix it. Look, you can solve it anywhere. So that's why Nigeria is the hard knock to crack. And we're cracking it. We're cracking it. You know, you can see Mr. Clear there. Mr. Clear, say hi. Hi. <laughs> why, why? I wanted the camera to go back to you because your logo, I want them to see. See that logo, Gift Genius logo? We're doing great things with that. Okay. So anyway, um, special shout out to Lynn. Lynn, we see your work, you know, we see when they say show your work, Lynn is showing her work, you know, and I just wanted to acknowledge that, you know, we've, we're seeing the comments and uh, um, from the Tanzanian brother just to let us know that they're there and, you know, we acknowledge you, okay. And basically, you are coming on us, coming with us on a journey of empowerment and tonight's topic is not going to be different. Before I go straight into it, let me see if Mr. Claire has a word. Yes. Shout out to Tanzania. 
Um, shout out to Nigeria, as you as always, and shout out to the UK. And there are many com, 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 um, countries lining up, many countries jumping by the bit. So, um, Mr. Phil keeps picking just the exotic places in the world, <laughs> strategically. <laughs> You know me, my man is already there. I'm, on the, I'm by the pool, sipping my pina colada or sipping my Chapman, some cocktail. That's where my mind is already. You know? My mind is not in London, trust me. So if you are not being mentioned, just show me something where the pool is in your area. You know, the nice pool. And then if I just look your way. <laughs> Back to you, Mr. Phil. Uh, okay, without much ado, let's quickly go into today's topic. Today's topic is you have to unlearn what you think you have learned. You have to unlearn what you think you have, you have learned. You see, this is the personal development channel. And the aim is to take yourself from where you are to where you need to be. And for you to do that, you need to, for real, for real, change. You cannot do it, you cannot do it fake. You cannot, because the results will show. The results will show if you're for real, for real, or you're fake. And over our journey, we've, we've seen people that have tried to shortcut the journey they've tried to look at how they're going to not really pay the price where they seem to be paying the price and we've seen the results for them and when we were paying the price they made us look like we were being stupid they made us look like we didn't know what we were doing but at the end of the day ladies and gentlemen when the results showed we that paid the price had the, the the results to show for it and you see all those people not one of them i have many faces are coming into my head now i'm not gonna name names <laughs> i already have haters i don't want to add, add to them <laughs> anyway the key is this i'm not gonna name names but we can see the results in their life as they're trying to cut corners. And one of the important things is this. You've got to be willing to unlearn what you've learned. You've got to be willing to go through what we call paradigm shifts. Paradigm shifts in understanding, paradigm shifts shifts in outlook, paradigm shifts in value system, paradigm shifts in what you what what you put your energies into what are your thoughts mr Knaya? wow 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 you come in with all god blazing you know you know i'm learning what you've already learned yes be comfortable with going through paradigm shifts now paradigm shifts what that you know what that mr phil is mentioning they, these are life altering life changing paradigm shifts. it's like like discovering that the earth is flat or the earth is round you know that that kind of paradigm shift or like the sun is going around the earth or the earth is going around the sun <laughs> like just this this 
destroys all your calculations. If you're not going through those kind of paradigm shifts, you're not growing like you should be growing. I will check your growth. If you're just like, mm, I know it, 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 I know it. You know, you just have a little, okay, yeah, is it one book? book? Let me look at the book. Okay, let me just read the summary of the book. Okay, I know it, I know it, I know it, I know it, I know it. <laughs> uh, you know, if, if, if it's like, you know, you just attend the meeting, let me just dial into the meeting. I'll put myself on mute. I know it, 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 I know it. I, know it. I don't need to participate. If you're not letting this information go through you, change you. Practice those changes. Put yourself through the ringer. You will come up short. Mm. I love what you said there. You will come up short. That means imagine you taking a there's there's a cliff here and there's a cliff here. And you take a runner and you jump and you come up short. What's happening? <laughs> You're going down. And that is what, literally, we've seen happen to so many people. They come up short. Now, let me introduce this now. To say you know and not to do is not to know. Mm. Let me repeat that. To know and not to do is not to know. If you say, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I, I, I know I have to do this, I know I have to do that, I know I have to do this, and I know I have to do that, I know, I know how I have to, you know, um, read, I know I have to build my business, I know I have to build my business, I know I have to, and I, I, I know. And I know I need to change my paradigm shift. I know I'm not. I need to change my mindset. I know I need to 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 um, basically unlearn what I've learned. And you're not doing it. It's not practically in your life. Then you don't know. For you to say as an African, and this is why I say this is going to be a scorcher. That means that I'm going to be saying some unpalatable uncomfortable truths. Speak it, sir. Speak it. For Africans to say they know and they can't do. They don't know. Hmm. Simple as. Mr. Okay, let me face it. You cannot say you're an engineer, you know. But you cannot do anything engineering. That means you don't know. Hmm. Hmm. But I've got, Mr. Phil, but I've got a certificate. Your certificate is a distraction. Hmm. That's all that is. Mm. Your parent, look, you have to unlearn so many things. You have to unlearn what you think. I've got some notes here. You've got to unlearn what you think you know about education. Wow. You've got to unlearn what you think you know about government. Wow. You've got to unlearn what you think to know you know about history. Mm. Wow. Let me you unlearn what you think you know about religion. Let's just take those four. Let's no, just no. take those four. Hmm. Education. I'm watching. Okay, let me not go. Let me not. I'm, I'm, let me save that for history. Education. A lot of our education is 
to keep up distracted from empowering ourselves. Because who is accrediting your education? Guess who? It's either going to be Britain. I think British and Tanzania. British and I think Britain was the one for Tanzania as well. Is that going to be Britain, um, Germany, France? And if it's not for people, and so we think we're educated, but look at what is on the ground. Mr. Claire sent me a video of a woman opening the gate for a car. This metal gate, thick metal gate. In Africa, she opened this gate and this gate fell on her and a child behind her. Somebody installed that. Somebody, if they're not engineers, what are they doing there? Installing something like that. That became a death trap. So that African that installed that will say, I'm educated. Look at the gate I installed. But your education did not get to the point where you put health and safety into it Hmm. to cover all circumstances, all weathers, all situations. All the woman did was move it to the side and the gate fell on her. But how did we get there? He thought he was educated. But the result showed. What, what do you think, Mr. Clay? Ah, well, the result shows there's more. <laughs> well, when I saw that video, I was like, this is our people. Some <laughs> This is our people summed up. Because the guy was just wanted to drive out of the compound. Um, I don't know how you can put the link in the description, but even the way we're describing it, they probably have seen it anyway. The guy wanted to drop out, drive out of the compound just to drive out. The lady wanted to make the, the space bigger for him to drive out. So something that came out like, oh, they wanted to go somewhere. Now they're rushing out to the hospital. Thank you. Thank you. Carry on, Mr. Philip, finish. So, you know, to show that if you don't design your life, if you don't consider your, you know, your surrounding, your education, because all your education is is there for, is to make your life easier. You know, you want to bring solution to your life with your education. Thank you. Thank you. Thank and you. if you're bringing more problems to your life with your education, then are you really educated? Because it defeats the purpose. Back to you, Mr. Phil. See, we're not saying these things to make people feel bad. We're saying it because, again, look, I was thinking about it, and some people will say, why are you so concerned, Mr. Phil? Okay, like Mr. Clear said, this is how our people are. They will cut corners. There's someone that installed that gate. He got paid for it. He called himself competent. 
Now, the life of people are now at stake because of his incompetence built on the fact that he thinks he knows. Built on the fact that he thinks he's educated. But let's switch it around. What if he's humble enough to say, you know what? I'm not educated. Even though I've got all these degrees, I'm not educated. Maybe he would take more care to really deliver and take more care to say, you know what? I am the one that installed this and it will never fail. It will be more hungry and more, um, for want of a better word, humble. Africans were arrogant in our ignorance. Mm. We think we know. And this is exactly what they want. This is what is designed to do. Because I've said it a long time ago and I've said it again. They've turned a whole continent, which is our continent, into a consumer continent. Hmm. And this is why we have to be careful about when we say we're educated, because the people that are educating you are not educating you for you to be useful to yourself. They're not, that's why when you when you say you got the education from Nigeria and you come here, they will make you sit exams again. They will make you requalify again because they know what they've taught you is dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Mm. They know they know what they've taught you are half dangerous um, things that you cannot do anything with. It's not useful for them either. So when you come here and you say, I've got this degree, I've got this degree, they'll be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, enroll for the exam on the 20-something. Enroll. They will really test you again. And they will fail you with your degree. And then you go and study. <laughs> then you go and study. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Because, so, because they know that you're not ready. They know you're not you ready to not deliver ready. anything worthwhile. Now, the next, thing, the next thing you need to unlearn is what you think you know about government. Mm. Our president, Buhari, did a short video the other day and he was saying to Nigerian people, they asked him, what would you like to say to Nigerian people? And he said, I would like to tell our Nigerian youth, the government does not owe you any job. Yeah, I'm laughing because he had to say that you have to unlearn what you think you know about government you think government is some father Christmas in the sky that is meant to give you stuff meant to solve things for you here you are you're not diligent you're not disciplined you're not delivering anything but this my government is gonna come and sort everything for me. You need to learn what you think of you know about government. Let me, you know what you need to learn? You need to learn that you are the government. Hello, hello. You are the resource that the government is looking to spend. Yes, always, always looking to spend. The government does not generate anything. All they do is spend you. 
Spend Tax. your resource. Tax you more. Mm-hmm. Look, American government, how do they make their money? Basketballers, you know that they get they get taxed 50%. Wow. That means that if a, if a basketballer earns a hundred million, the government gets fifty million as tax. Standard. Baseballers, musicians, oh, that's how the government make money from their producers. When Amazon makes profit, they want to tax it. Yes, this company they dodge and tax the dodge, but that is so really and truly Amazon Elon Musk. When it makes money, that is how the American government make money. So your government in Nigeria, your government in Tanzania, they are waiting for you people to produce things that they can take to the market and generate money for the government. Mm-hmm. But when you're sitting there thinking, well, I don't need to know anything. I don't need to do anything. I don't need to produce anything. How's your government going to have anything? Then you are a laughing stock wherever you go in the world. You are a laughing stock. You know why? Because you have no value wherever you are. Bear with me. Remember, I told you tonight it's going to be a scorcher. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to unlearn what you think you've learned. We've dealt with education. With that of government, how about the job? Let's do with the job. What do you think you need? A, you know about the job? I will get the job and I will get the salary. I get the job and I will get the salary. I get the job and I will. Okay, first and foremost, Naira is gone. If you were in, the, if this was the 1930s, then you're okay. If this was 1940s, then you're still okay. Hmm. By the time you got to the 70s, you started pushing it. 80s, it was clear. It was done. <laughs> 90s, the horse had bolted. <laughs> you're too late. Hmm. Done. Hmm. Guess what? You are now in 2022. You are talking about your future relying on a job. You see, I, I'm scared when I see teenagers today still talking about jobs. I'm scared. You know why I'm scared? Because they don't know. They have to unlearn what they think they know about a job. Okay, let's break the job down. First and foremost, a job is not meant to make you rich. It's not wow. designed to make you rich. Wow. Sorry. It's never has designed to make you rich. Wow. The moment you are in a job, you basically made yourself sign up for what is called just over broke. Wow. That means that someone else has the chain to yank you. They can they can they can yank you this way, yank you that way, and if they're tired of you, they can get rid of you. And what are you gonna do? So a job is at the very best temporary. Hmm. At the very best. Remember, I told you this one is gonna, it's gonna be a sculpture. I'm gonna tell you some, some real truth. Hmm. We come from Africa. When someone gets a get a job, everybody dances. Hey, even the mother, the father, the whole family are dancing. You got a job. Oh, what a miseducation. Wow. Hmm. 
Because when they're dancing for you, you think, ah, it looks like I've arrived. <laughs> I must have arrived. <laughs> I must have done something great. Look, everybody's dancing for me. Until the boss calls him into the... And in our case, the white boss. Can I see for a minute? That's all they see. <laughs> um, uh, we've decided um, we, we had a tough year. No, they doubled their profit. The, the company's t- profit doubled. But they would say we had a tough year. <laughs> and we decided to let some people go. Unfortunately, um, you're one of them. But don't worry, don't worry. We'll, we'll pay you, uh, what do they call it? Uh, redundancy. Redundancy. <laughs> we'll pay you redundancy. One week for every year you've worked with us. Yeah. You know? And like, you're calculating. One week for every year? Yes. Even if you've worked 70 years for them, what is that money? <laughs> <laughs> you see, the problem about, you have to unlearn what you've learned about job is this. The problem about job is that it is not designed to make you wealthy. And the reason is because the equity that you're building in that job stays in that job where you live. Let me let Mr. Clare chip in, you know, because I can go on and on, but Mr. Clare say a few words. I was enjoying that, Mr. Phil. I won't lie to you. I was enjoying that because I always need to listen to that. Always. Mm-hmm. I'm still in a job. And, you know, no matter how many times you hear it, you need to listen to it again. Mm-hmm. Because most people attach everything they are to the job. Their status, their self-respect, their identity, their very identity. You know, so that's why somebody can have a breakdown, a complete shutdown, if they have that. Can I talk to you for a minute? <laughs> Conversation, which is why you cannot let that job just over a bro be you. So when somebody say, what, what, "What do you do?" or "Tell me about yourself," don't lead with the job. Don't lead with that. Don't let that be your identity. Don't let that. Work. Don't let that be what people know you as. If nothing else, start talking about yourself outside the job. Because most, we, as you know, most of us don't have a career. We have a job, and those are two different things. The years of the careers are gone. Now is the year of the jobs. So. So when somebody says, what do you do? Don't start talking about what you do for in your job. Start talking about what you do outside of your job. Because that's the real you. Hmm? I'll just leave you with that. Back to you, Mr. Phil. Thank you. You know, and it's <laughs> when you were saying that, you know, another thing that people have to appreciate is that Technology has replaced human beings from jobs. Now, in the UK and in the US, 
The governments know this. They've known this for years. And the people are beginning to know it. But they know that people riot on the streets. Mm. So they are artificially still absorbing people. They're introducing things like universal credit. They're, they're bringing ideas like you will own nothing and you'll be happy. They're preparing people for the lifestyle where they're not going to be needed in the market anymore. Mm. But they, it's, we're already there, but they're doing it slowly. Because if they do it too fast, the people will rebel. They'll be on the streets rioting. Now, if it's like that in the UK that they're artificially maintaining their workforce, that means that they're pumping money into their workforce, not necessarily the needing them. Now, we just had pandemic. When we went through the pandemic, people were made to work from home. And they left the city here. The city is where most of the offices are, most of the business is done. And they found that when they said, okay, pandemic over, they found that people didn't go back. Technology made it so easy for people to work from home. <laughs> they didn't even miss the office. Mm-hmm. Now they're converting the offices now to residence, residence um, to, to apartments where people will be living in. Now that is happening in the UK. Meanwhile, in Africa, you people are still ready. Ah, what are you doing? I will go to school, I will get my degree, then I will get a job. That's the full stop. Now, you guys might not have heard this. Over here in the UK, we have heard this. When our white brothers will say, tough in it. Now, why I'm saying this is this. If they are artificially maintaining their their job force in the UK and the US, you think they care about you not having jobs in Africa? They don't look at you and say, tough, isn't it? (laughs) Another one they will tell you that we've heard here, they will say, sucks to be you. Such to be you. <laughs> when you tell them, ah, we don't have jobs in Africa, things are not working in Africa, they'll be like, tough, in it? Such to be you. <laughs> that means that you're on your own. <laughs> Mr. Claire, what are, what are your thoughts? <laughs> wow, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tough, in it? Tough, in it? <laughs> Uh, first time I heard that was when I was a teenager. And we, I was on the RAF base. I was the, we were part of the Air Cadets. And, um, you know, when you're a teenager, you have limited coins to play computer games, those arcade games. And I was putting money into the arcade game, you know, and it wasn't playing. And I just used my last coins. So I got the lady that was in charge of the premises. So I was like, you know, the game I put money in and it's not playing. So, you know, I was expecting her to at least open it up and give me my money, which is what they normally do. You know, and the lady looked to me, and she was like, tough, in it? <laughs> <laughs> I was, 
it was outside, so much outside my reality that I didn't even care what she said. I was just kept looking at her like, and I was like, but she had tooth in it. <laughs> Sucks to be you. <laughs> wow. So what what it is is that we have. Honestly, coming to the UK, because I I was born in the UK, but I didn't grow up in the UK until I, I came to the UK when I was 19, 20. These things, reality hit me in the UK far more than you ever did in Africa. Because you see, in Africa, we're not facing reality because we're not taking responsibility for anything. So you have to unlearn what you think you've learned. Okay, very quickly about how our mind works. We all know we have a conscious mind and we have a subconscious mind. And what it is, is that you have to unlearn how you think your mind works. First and foremost, some of you don't even know that you have a mind. <laughs> okay, no, let me go there. Let's, let's, Cause that would sound insulting. Some of you think you're your body. Well, you're not your body. Your body is the vessel that you use to connect with this realm. Your mind is a tool for your consciousness, but your mind is split into two parts, conscious and subconscious. The most powerful is like an iceberg. The conscious mind is the tip of that iceberg. The subconscious mind is the bottom of that conscious. So 90% of your of you is subconscious mm. only the 10 percent is conscious so that means that and that is why people they want to be disciplined but they're not disciplined in their subconscious that's where the work is yeah thank you they want to be successful but they're not successful in their subconscious. That's where the real success is. Thank you. They want to achieve. They want to be problem solvers. They want to be wealthy. They want to succeed. But they're none of that in their subconscious. Now, the problem with the subconscious, again, is that subconscious mind is formed while you're a child. Wow. And it is informed and programmed by your environment. And unfortunately, and I say unfortunately, you're being programmed by people that don't know that they're programming you. Mm. So they're not paying attention to what they're programming into you. So a lot of the things that is are in your subconscious, you don't even know they're there. And they're, they're sabotaging you. You want to be successful, but practically no one in your family has been successful. So that means that if they've not been successful, that means that you've been programmed by the things that is not making them successful. And that is all hidden in your subconscious. And then when you now say, I want to succeed. Okay. Your conscious mind says, I want to succeed. Okay. I need to get up early, read one hour before. I need to get up. When do I, when do I need to get up? I need to get up at six. Okay. I'll wake up five. Success habit. I'll wake up at five. I'll read one hour. Then I'll start my day. 
The next day comes. The alarm goes up at five. Ring, ring. You're like, oh. <laughs> your conscious mind said, your conscious mind will say, ah. but you said you're going to wake up. And you said you're going to read. Your subconscious mind said, oh, forget that, Jenny. <laughs> Sleep. <laughs> and then, because your conscious, subconscious mind will take over. Hmm. And that is why a lot of people consciously they want to do what is right. They don't want to be late. They want to be diligent. They want to be. They want to be. They want to have integrity. They want to deliver in their conscious mind. But their conscious mind takes over and says, "Forget that. Who are you to try and get out? That's not how we do things here." So what is the solution? You need to go and reprogram that subconscious mind. Because that is where all your habits are locked in. So, again, remember what, what we said? You have to unlearn what you think you've learned. Because a lot of people just go along in life oblivious of this. And when you're oblivious of this, then how are you going to succeed? Mm. Mr. Clare? Well, <laughs> you know, the way you put it today is, you know, I remember back in the day when they were forcing us to learn about the subconscious mind. And then when they were telling us to do affirmations, when they were telling us to, you know, to, to do all these things that will force it into your subconscious. And so, so when we were talking, I was like, wow, that's a different way to say, you know, that's because that is what really drives your success or whether you success, succeed or fail. I mean, I've been, Meditating on this book is the power of the subconscious mind. Mm-hmm. And it talks about, you know, your subconscious is what makes your hair grow. Wow. It's what keeps you alive when you're sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You want to make sure that you're breathing while you are asleep because yeah. <laughs> your conscious mind is shut down. Your subconscious is what's in charge right there. <laughs> And if you want to wake up early, just tell your subconscious, I want to wake up at this time. And your subconscious will get you up, you know, you know. And um, so there's a lot of things, even healing your body. Your subconscious, if you program it well, can heal you. You know, did you know that? It's in the book. Back to you, Mr. Phil. How are you going to now say you're educated and you didn't know that? Or it wasn't part of your curriculum in school. <laughs> it is because they don't want you empowered. And who are they? Okay, let me let's go. You have to unlearn what you learned, Abby. Okay, let's take history, for example. Hmm. What has been taught? Slavery. Then you 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 were emancipated, Martin Luther King. That's what they say black history is, Abby. So basically, then you now start going on learning what you have learned. Then you now start finding out what happened before the so-called slavery. When black people and white people were equal. As a matter of fact, where everything that the white people are using to, 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 to be seemingly advanced to us today were taught to them by us. 
Mr. Phil, how could you say that? Okay. Where was the first university in the world? It's recorded. It does not mis- Google it. It was in Mali. Where is Mali? Where is Mali? Are they white there? Mali was the first university in Timbuktu. So, and that is where Mansa Musa, the richest black man on earth, came from. Richest man. I'm sorry, the Never richest in man no, in history, thank you. Came from. So if you that is not part of your education, how could you think you're educated? Now, I was watching, I'm watching a lot of you, you don't even know about the Ottoman Empire. Mm. The Ottoman Empire at its height ruled Europe and the steppes. That means between Europe and Russia for over a thousand years. Um, Rome, Greece, uh Cyprus, all those places, even uh Spain was part of the Ottoman Empire at one time. Hmm. Talk less of the Arabian Pen- Peninsula and all that. But he that's not part of your education. But anyway, cut long story short, I was watching a series about them now, and in this series, it was about the last sultan they had, the last caliphate. Hmm. And that probably ended in 18-something, maybe 1870, between 1870 and 1890, before the 1900s. And the issue that they had is the result that we're seeing in Africa today. And the the caliphate, the the sultan knew what the West were doing. Mr. Kanye, guess what the West was doing? The West we say, okay, send your children to us to train. And then the West will radicalize the children of the Ottoman against the empire. Mm. So in this series that I'm watching, the Ottoman Empire, is Britain is this tiny power fighting this big Ottoman power with tricks, with you know what I'm saying? Things that will just undermine them. So they will radicalize the children of the Ottoman to say that they're not free. That they mm. that, 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 that they're being cons- similar to in a bit what they're trying to do to Russia now. It's nothing new. They will make them feel inferior because mm. the Ottoman Empire was Islamic. Mm. So they will try and say that Christian way of living is better than Islamic and everything. So anyway, these children will go they're meant to go and become engineers. They will come back. They can't do anything. <laughs> so this sultan was all was. I'm actually at the point now where he needed um, Britain wanted to fight him. So guess what? Where do we buy guns? Then he said, "Why are we not making our guns?" Mm. The question was asked. Mm. Why are we not making our guns? Mm. Because we don't know how to make them. How did that happen that we don't know how to make our guns? <laughs> so you mean we have to go and buy from this? So it was a case of <clears throat> him now sending children, 
teenagers to UK and America undercover. Mm. So they will not they will not take Muslim or um uh, Muslim or Ottoman Empire names, Turkish names, Turkish because it's Turkish, yeah. It's talking now. <coughs> they will not and then when those children came back, they were surprised that so it was now when they came back, they actually had knowledge, engineering knowledge on mining, on making guns and everything. So now they were like, how did these ones get through? Because they said they wanted to buy guns and they said, no, 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 we've got our children that will be making our guns. And they were like, how did that happen? Hmm. That's exactly what they did to Africa. Hmm. And we allowed them. This is nothing new. Because they know that if they empowered you, that's why I believe, you know what? Let me just say it. We're not educated in Africa. <laughs> I've been dancing around it all this time. I'm so <laughs> We're not educated in Africa. We don't know Jack. I know maybe you don't want to watch this. <laughs> no, no, it's the truth. It's the truth. Because how many roads are being built by Africans? How many hospitals are being built by Africans? How many infrastructure are being built by Africans? We still have to run to Europe. Oh, we need electricity. Go to Europe. You need railway. Go to China. You need uh, healthcare. Go to England. You need even Nigerian president is actually right now in the UK for for um, medical. Okay. Now the long and short of it is this: it wasn't only Africa they did it to. They tried to do it to the Chinese. Mm. They've tried to do it to everybody. Because don't forget, the British took Hong Kong from the Chinese. Yeah. And the Chinese learned. So the Chinese had to quit quiet and learn how to reverse engineer things. Mm. Slowly but surely. And build their industry slowly but surely. Now, China is now a superpower now. Why? Because they did not rely on... But we Africans, we think, oh, we rely on the West. Mm. The only sentiment that the West has for you, Africa, is tough in it. Slavery. Tough in it. Sucks to be you. (laughs) If you're not working up by now, sucks to be you. Hmm. Ukraine has war with Russia. Who are they throwing off this? Who are they throwing off the train? Black people. They're throwing you off the train on a war that has nothing to do with you. Exactly. Why are you not letting us go? Toffini! Sucks to be you! <laughs> Toffini! Because you're not you're not educated. If you're educated, the reason why we need to say this is that when we finally get it, then we can now do the work that needs to be done. Then we see how exposed we are. Right now, the lion is charging at us and we're, we're smiling at the lion. When the lion gets you, he's going to mow you over. Mm. Too Sorry, I'm... <laughs> you have to... Uh, you have to... So, when it comes to things, uh, we are going to round this up now because <clears throat> we might do a party. So we've looked at education, we looked at government, we look at history. You've got to unlearn what you think you know about religion. Hmm. 
You don't know Jack. Africa, full of religion. Churches, wow. Churches everywhere. Guess what is not there? No solution. At all. You know the solution? Get a girl's pant. That's the solution. Go and kill, go and go and do money ritual. That's the solution in Africa. How pathetic. Sorry. I'm just showing you that you need to unlearn what you think you've learned because they've set you up. Mm-hmm. In there, in that land, so many people will show you their certificate. They will post like this with the hat and the girl. Distracting themselves from the reality that they don't know Jack. Was it Professor Oblumumba that was saying that in Africa, you have people with power and money have no clue. Mm. And you have people that have all the clues in the world, no power, no money. Mm. You think that was not by design? completely by design. You know who did it? The Tofini people. That's what they did. Tofini people. <laughs> Tofini people. Yes! <laughs> you know how they did it, Mr. Clare? They came to Africa, sat Socrates, Aristotle, all of them sat at the feet of Africans, learned their craft, brought it to Europe, repackaged it, Hmm. did not give credit hmm. to the, the teachers in Africa, claimed it for themselves, took the gun, came and took Africa by the gun. By the time we were born, we were prisoners of war, but we didn't know we were prisoners of war. Hmm. Our parents were now shifted into this so-called education that is only designed to be useful to them mm-hmm. yeah. because without people like Professor, um, is it, um, is it, I think Dr. Arikana Chiyomborikwao. Now I can't, I can't, can't. Without people like her, not saying what she's saying, our miseducation made us think we had independence, Mr. Kleyer. How can you be independent when you can produce nothing? How can you be independent when you can produce nothing? Nothing that you, for your welfare of your people, is sustained by you. And you're calling yourself independent. Then she now actually showed the bigger picture to show that 80% of everything that you're producing goes straight to your colonial masters. So basically, that word independent is a distraction. Yeah. That word independent is a distraction. And the distraction is so that you will not know what is really going. You were never independent. You are a vassal of the state. Yes. Mm. Till today. Till tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) But they will tell you you are educated. Distraction. Independent. Distraction. It's the same kind of word distraction when they call debt credit. Mm. How can a debt be credit? Mm. Word distraction, because if they call it credit, you will feel good. Mm. But if they call it debt, you will feel bad. Mm. 
So the same way they use the word independence mm. to make you feel good yep. when you're still the vassal of the state. Yeah. Yeah. Literally, right now, Africa, we are hostages. Mm. We are hostages because anything we want to do that is for us. Sadly, I'm, 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 I'm looking at our Tanzanian audience here. I was so proud of your president when he was not going to go with this pandemic thing. I'm, and I'm so, I was so proud, and, but I was so sad that he, he paid with his life. Yeah. That should not have been the case. He paid with his life because Africa could not protect him. Yeah. Let me let me say that again. He paid everyone that is looking to do something right for Africa gets taken out. Why? Because power is never given. Power is taken. Yeah. Take responsibility, Africa. Mr. Kenya, let's round up. Wow. Well, you're definitely on fire today, Mr. Phil. Um, it's, it's, it's a responsibility, profiting responsibility. If you haven't seen that video, watch it. There are so many, there are so many powerful things that Mr. Phil has spoken about tonight. And I want you, to, I mean, these are just tips, taste of complete subjects. You can spend 10 years on each one of these, just, you know, continuously diving deeper and getting different paradigm shifts. You know, so all these are snippets that you need to go and investigate for yourself. Take your own education into your own hand. Don't think there's a professor somewhere that will be a hey, professor. It will be the one, because most of these PhD professors they are as useless as a raincoat in the mid in the middle of winter. Leia, Leia, I got, I I thought about this 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 evening. He's got a PhD. You know what PhD stands for? A person highly deceived. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> A person go. highly deceived. He's got a PhD. This <laughs> person highly deceived. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Carry on, sorry, sir. So make sure you take your own education into your own hands. And when they when this world is doing something, you don't go with their narrative because you are self-educated. Thank you. you. You know what's going on. You know what you're telling your children. You know how you're positioning yourself. You're not just going with, oh, BBC said this, and I have I have heard BBC, and I'm now lining up. I'm queuing up to get my vaccination because BBC said I need to get vaccinated. You know, and now that I've been vaccinated, you too must get vaccinated. Have you been vaccinated? You haven't been vaccinated. What is wrong with you? I've been vaccinated. Get vaccinated. So, things like that, you just need to take your education into your own hands. Take your empowerment into your own hands. Make sure that you're, if you're not solving your own problem, 
then you're not educated. You're, you're a person with a PhD. You are a PhD. A, a, a person, person highly deceived. <laughs> you heard it here first. I'm not a PhD, thank God. Are you? On that note, see you next time. So, like Mr. Kinley said, we might do a part two to this because there's so much to, to look at. So, I'm going to go through the list of the things I've said. You have to change and you have to unlearn what you think you've unlearned. So, I'll start again. You have to unlearn what you think you know about education, government, history, religion, finances, human relations, value system, even what you call your family. Maybe that's where I'm going to end today. You see, we even talk, some of you, you think you know what is called race. There's only one race, the human race. You know, when 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 aliens show, that's when you will realize that I'm gone. <laughs> <laughs> There's only one human race. <laughs> but that's a topic for another day. Don't let me go too deep in that one. Let me just let you know that whatever you think is the difference in you, culturally because where we're talking about family bottom line is that all of us on this earth we're one family yeah. but we've been miseducated to say this one is white this one is black this one is asian this one is okay all right so that's not to disrupt your paradigm too much but isn't it funny that all our internal organs are interchangeable and isn't it funny that every DNA on Earth is traced back to Africa? Hmm. But that's another... So again, but let's keep it though. But I, I just find it very interesting that I was in Nigeria and the Nigerian Igbo will think is different from the Nigerian Yoruba and the Nigerian Yoruba will think is very different from the Nigerian Yoruba. Then I got here and then I looked at the Scottish and I'm like, okay, so if I am being tribalistic with those ones, what are I going to You understand what I'm saying? So you now actually see the folly in prejudice. And the folly is that it's a human weakness. Mm. Because we think our family is just me, my children, my brother, my sister. That's all our family. You know. No. Mm. The reality is that it goes further than that. As a matter of fact, all over the world, we're one family. But hey, this is Mr. Phil going too far. <laughs> Start on learning what you think you learned. Mm. But again, let me give you another hint. When what we call extraterrestrial starts showing up, mm. you, start, you start having to realize that everything that you think you know has to be changed. <laughs> Everything that you think you understand has to be readdressed. Mm. When you start, when we start dealing with interdimensional beings, mm. I don't want to give some of you nightmares tonight. <laughs> but let's just say that get ready, mm. get ready, be ready to learn new things. Mm. Because things are just about to get interesting. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> On that note, Mr. Claire, say goodbye. 
Goodbye, everybody. God bless. See you next time. Bye-bye. 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 God bless. <laughs>